voice of the world The sound with the beat The sound that sets you tapping your feet Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure The sound of the news, rhythm and blues Tchaikovsky swing, whatever you choose Radio, the sound of year-round pleasure Welcome to All Things Radio, your weekly radio magazine, with radio news from a national perspective, quality and format changes, sports news, featured radio stations from yesterday and today, your voicemails and phone calls, as well as special guests and featured segments. And now here's your host, Bill Sparks. Educates, syncopates, radio communicates, radio, the sound of year-round pleasure. I'm Kevin for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world. Thanks, guys. Welcome to All Things Radio 653 for, what is this, November Uh, the 10th, 2022, a Thursday, the day before Veterans Day, and wish wish all veterans, and we appreciate their service and all they've done for us here in the USA. All right, Jeff, take it away. I don't need to get political. Uh, No, I guess not. Uh, Well, first of all, we'll say hello to everybody listening and everybody who will be listening later on to the podcast. First of all, we'll start things off with our radio news from a national perspective. Then we'll follow that up with Jennifer Sparks' call and our format changes. Next up, Bill has a feature in sports on the sports announcer Bob Prince, who, as you know, announced for the Pittsburgh Pirates. My next uh, air check, or the classic air check, is going to be an air check of Roby Young's very last show on WABC. I believe it was October 25th, 1969. And you get to hear all about Roby Young, and he imploded on the air, and we'll talk about that just before the air check. And finally, we're traveling to Wyoming, and we're going to listen to radio station KDLY-FM with their country format. All in all, I think we have a pretty busy show, and uh, and there's lots of news. By the way, when you hear that Roby Young air check, I know Bill and, Bill and Bernie like to talk about Indianapolis, but he's going to talk a lot about Bloomington, Indiana. That's the uh, college that my nephew went to Indiana University in Bloomington, and I got to visit them uh, when he was going to school. So you'll hear a little bit about Bloomington, Indiana on this particular air check coming up. All in all, I think we have a very busy show, and I'd like to make some comments or talk about the air check, and we can talk about it because it uh, it, it goes back to a time when radio was so much different. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it does, and we'll get to all of that, of course, when that segment comes up. We're yielding a little time to the gentleman from New York tonight, right, Jeff? I, I, guess, <laughs> I guess we are. We're yielding some of our time. I cut mine down to five minutes. We're yielding time for Jeff. He was. I called him today to tell him something I'd made a change in, and... Jeff was reading his medical charts and he thought I was a doctor. I said, I'll give you some advice. Yeah. So, anyway. Okay, Bernie, I don't really have anything this week in indie radio. This is unusual for me, but I have nothing, nothing to report in indie radio except we lost a football coach and, and, a few other surprises. A radio personality, actually, who was working on the morning show on WIBC, and the fan is actually now the the coach, well, the temporary coach of the Colts, Jeff Saturday. But other than that... It's crazy. Yeah, that's <laughs> some crazy stuff going on there. Well, that's an... Owner. He was also on ESPN. 
Yeah, he is. ESPN also. Yeah, but that's yeah. an owner yeah. doing what he wants to do. So, you know what's going to happen too. Next will be the probably the GM because when an owner runs, you know, that's usually headed for trouble. But do you have any any breaking news for us? No, no breaking news. But uh, I, I can tell you that. Uh, you know, last last week we talked about Paul Harvey and how a lot of young people don't know Paul Harvey. Uh, this Tuesday, my wife worked the polls, and uh, she worked with uh, apparently a lot of younger people. And one of the streets in our township is Choctaw Ridge. <laughs> wow. Well, say hello to Billy Joe McCallum. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and the thing is, none of those younger people had any clue about that song. Oh my! I play that song every year on the third of June. I was playing. Of course you do. Which, yeah, which, yeah. which is funny because after long after the song came out, they actually did a movie, a two-hour movie on one yes, of the bad on, on the, movie. It was, not, it was it just was. A, it was a terrible movie, but it was supposed it to be was. the story of that of that song. It was the worst thing I ever I got to listen to. She may have been from oh. Mississippi, but she was a chorus girl singing in uh, Las Vegas at the time she recorded that hit. And she did the original version of Fancy that Reba McIntyre later read. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah she and, did. Also, and she did a much better, I think she did a much better job than Reba did because she oh, wrote I agree. it. I agree, she did. It was different. Version. It wasn't better. It was, better. No, it was, it was much better. better. I agree. It was much better. Much better. But I heard about yeah, a, like, Bernie, I heard about a big, yeah. I heard about a big party at WIBC last week. Did I read that off of Facebook? A big a big get together, a party. It was an Amos. They had some kind of a thing where where their listeners got to come and and meet them. And they do that. I think they do it like every year. I would have no interest in going because I know all those guys. And yeah, <laughs> <laughs> no interest in going. Tell us a little bit about the Pacers. Tell us about the Pacers before you, before we move on, Bernie. I, I know I'm, I I see the post whenever they win. So what what's going on with them this year? <laughs> They're actually, uh, you know, they're they're not doing great. They're they're not going to be a great team, but but they, uh, they they're, they're exciting to watch. And uh, you know, I mean, like last night they lost by three points. You know, and it was a, a game they should not even have been close in. Really, they were leading by nineteen. Yeah, and yeah, just 18. lost it. Eighteen, 18. 18 19. They were down by twelve. They were up by eighteen, but they still lost. So, yeah, it's kind of annoying. but you know. Hey, but they make no pretense about what they're doing, you know, and that's why people like them. Oh, yeah. by, by the way, real quick, we mentioned Veterans Day today. Happy birthday to the Marine Corps, November 10th, birth of the Marine Corps. So. I know. Well, okay. there wow. you go. That's I cool. guess we are we are now ready, even though he tried to come in early and do his... <laughs> show but we're going to do jeff's oh and thank you bernie and we're going to do jeff's award winning news right now and here we go and jeff has a lot of financial stuff don't you jeff uh yes i do well here you go i know he said that with a lot of trepidation i believe me yeah you know yeah I'm Jeff Bennett for All Things Radio, and here's what's happening in the world of broadcasting. It's that time of the year when radio stations report their third quarter revenue results. We'll let you know what's happening on the street. 
continue our look at the Nielsen October Personal People Meter Ratings. It was yet another busy week this week in the world of broadcasting, and radio was front and center this week, with major radio groups reporting their third quarter revenue results. In the case of Town Square Media, their revenue grew 8.4% to $120.6 million. And in 2021, their revenue was $111.2 million. Broadcast advertising grew 3.4%, while digital advertising grew 21.3%. Another company reporting their third quarter revenue results was Odyssey. David Field, CEO of the company, tried to put a positive spin on the earnings. However, the revenue was down 4% to $317 million. And network revenue was up 1%, while spot revenue was down 7%. And digital revenue was up 2% to $62.7 million. David Field, CEO of the company, said there was a shortfall in advertising revenue in their large markets on local ads and national advertising. If you bought stock in the company last year at this time, the shares were worth about $3.30 a share. Today at this time, the stock price for Odyssey is about $0.30 a share. David Field says that they will be able to weather the storm. We'll let you know more about this in a future All Things Radio live broadcast. In the case of iHeartMedia, their revenue grew 7% to $928 million. In the case of Salem Media, their third quarter revenue grew 1.1% to $66.9 million. Saga Communications also reported their third quarter revenue results, and they were up 3.9% to $30 million. Last year at this time, they were $28.8 million. Beasley Media also reported its third quarter revenue results, which were up 1.5% to $63.8 million. In 2021, their revenue was 6 $62.9 million. Now let's take a quick look and find out what's happening on the street. Yes, it's that time of the year when radio stations go wall-to-wall 24-hour Christmas, and so does Sirius Satellite Radio, with lots of Christmas channels. New channels include Jingle Jams, Cool Jazz Christmas, and Kids Christmas. And many of those popular Christmas channels are also back. And there's also a channel celebrating Hanukkah as well. You can find a list of all of their Christmas channels on the Sirius XM Satellite Radio website. If you love everything Texas, Sweet Radio is syndicating a new format called Made in Texas Radio. Made in Texas Radio is owned and operated by RFC Media. Congratulations go out to Ron DeCastro, who's the new market manager for Beasley Media in Tampa, Florida. Ron DeCastro comes to this company after working for Media Co. in New York City. In other news, Odyssey is making changes to the radio landscape at radio station KAMX-FM's morning show hosted by Booker and Alex. They've added a new person to the morning show. Her name is Audrey Allen, and she comes to this morning show after doing work for the Kid Craddock morning show syndicated by Yay Networks. In other news, let's move a microphone to Los Angeles, California, where Marilano Media has made changes to the radio landscape at Power 106 KPWR. Podcasters help their big meeting in New York City and throwbacks. When the National Awards have been given out since 1989, the winners of the Marconi in broadcast KTAR Excellence in Broadcasting. The legendary radio station of the year is KTAR-FM in Phoenix, Arizona. The legendary station manager is Joe Oxley, manager of radio station WTOP-FM in Washington, D.C. The network syndicated personality of the year is Dan Patrick, syndicated by Premier Radio. Major market personality of the year is Greg Hill, who airs a radio station WEEI-FM in Boston, Massachusetts. Large market personality of the year is Chris O'Brien and Janine Coyle. They air on radio station WGRRFM in Cincinnati, Ohio. Medium market personality is Mo and Stickband, who air on radio station WUSY-FM in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Small market personality of the year is Kristen Monica, who airs on KTXY-FM in Columbia, Missouri. The major market station of the year is WSB-AM in Atlanta, Georgia. The large market station of the year is WYCD-FM in Detroit, Michigan. Medium market station of the year is WOWO-AM in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Small market station of the year is WXFL-FM in Florence, Alabama. AC station of the year is KSTP-FM in Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota. And contemporary hit radio station of the year is KTXY-FM in Columbia, Missouri. Classic hit station of the year is WMGK-FM in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And college station of the year is WRHU-FM, Hofstra University, which is located in Hempstead, New York. 
Finally, the country station of the year is KSCS-FM in Dallas, Texas. Now it's time to continue our look at the Nielsen October Personal People Meter Ratings. In Washington, D.C., the number one-ranked radio station is WAMU-FM with the News Talk format. The number two-ranked radio station is WTLP-FM with their all-news operation. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Washington, D.C. is WGTS-FM with a Christian CHR format. In Boston, Massachusetts, the number one-ranked radio station is WBZ-FM with its all-sports format. The number two-ranked radio station is WROR-FM with a classic hits format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Boston, Massachusetts is WMJX-FM with an adult contemporary format. In Seattle, Washington, the number one-ranked radio station is KIRO-AM with its all-sports format. The number two-ranked radio station is KIRO-FM with a news talk format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Seattle, Washington is KGEB-FM with a classic hits format. In Miami, Florida, the number one-ranked radio station is WFEZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WHQT-FM with an urban adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Miami, Florida is WAMR-FM with a Spanish format. In Detroit, Michigan, the number one-ranked radio station is WCSX-FM with a classic rock format. The number two-ranked radio station is WXYT-FM with an all-sports format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Detroit, Michigan is WOMC-FM with a classic hits format. In Phoenix, Arizona, the number one-ranked radio station is KJZZ-FM with a news talk format. The number two-ranked radio station is KESZ-FM with an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Phoenix, Arizona is KSLX-FM with a classic rock format. In the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota market, the number one-ranked radio station is KFXN-FM with an all-sports format. The number two-ranked radio station is KSTP-FM with a hot adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in the Minneapolis-St. Paul, Minnesota market is KEEY-FM with a country format. Now let's move to San Diego, California, where the number one-ranked radio station is KFBG-FM with an adult hits format. The number two-ranked radio station is XHRM-FM with a rhythmic adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in San Diego, California is KPBS-FM with a news talk format. In the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market, the number one-ranked radio station is WDUV-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WCIE-FM with a Christian CHR format. And finally... The number three-ranked radio station in the Tampa St. Petersburg, Florida market is WXGL-FM with a classic its format. In the market that serves Denver and Boulder, Colorado, the number one-ranked radio station is KALC-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is KOSI-FM, also programming an adult contemporary format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Denver, Colorado is KXKL-FM with a classic its format. In Baltimore, Maryland, the number one-ranked radio station is WLIF-FM with an adult contemporary format. The number two-ranked radio station is WQSR-FM with an adult hits format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in Baltimore, Maryland is WWIN-FM with a different adult contemporary format. Finally, in St. Louis, Missouri, the number one-ranked radio station is WARH-FM with an adult hits format. The number two-ranked radio station is KSHE-FM with a classic rock format. And finally, the number three-ranked radio station in St. Louis, Missouri is KPNT-FM with an alternative rock format. Next week, we'll conclude our look at the Nielsen October Personal People Beta Ratings. If you have any comments concerning this portion of the podcast, there are many ways you can get in touch with me. First of all, you can send me an email. My email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can send me a voicemail with our feedback line. The phone number is 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. And hit option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio, I'm Jeff Bennett. Thank you very much, Jeff. Oh, no problem, Bill. Um, I, it just 
Unfortunately, as, as the weeks are going by for the holidays and the radio news is becoming a little bit slim, so I'm trying to figure out ways to, to expand our news. So, And uh, I know that. And so we'll have to work on that as well for next week because that's the week before Thanksgiving and everything tends to slow down then. Yeah, and two weeks from tonight, we won't be here, will we? Is no, it? well, I'll be, I'll be enjoying uh, turkey or whatever whatever the turkey and trimmings are, whatever. Jerry, you have your hand raised. Can you unmute yourself, please? Okay, I think I already am. Um, you know, I'm surprised, Jeff, uh, <clears throat> when you read your Arizona ratings. There are two great radio stations out there that I listen to that never get up there. What are uh, they? There's KAZG in Phoenix. I think that plays uh, 60, you know, 50s and 60s and some 70s. And there's a, a great, um, plays a variety of everything, like from Tony Bennett to Frankie Avalon to, uh, you know, um, maybe some big bands, uh, KTUC in Tucson. Well, I know those are in Tucson. I, I know those we. Are, yeah, go ahead, Harry. Harry. Yeah, those are KZG is an AM station that had the translator, so they're not going to do all that well in the ratings. Um, I think they're owned by uh, Hubbard or somebody, I think, I, I believe. I'm not sure, but... Uh, uh, but see, stations like that don't do well anyway, because no. if they did, they would be on 50,000-watt transmitters, and they would be uh, <laughs> able to be heard everywhere in the city. They're They're not they're they're not necessarily catering to uh, the people who they would like to have, and so unfortunately, that's the way that goes. And some of those stations may not even subscribe to the ratings, Bernie. I, I will take a look that's at true. the ratings. Exactly. Um, so the, when I look at the listings that I, I provide here, it's only for those stations that subscribe to the book. So, yeah, of course, and yeah. so and that may be another issue. But, but I, I, I would. I would maintain that those the stations he's talking about are probably not uh, super strong stations. They're probably not heard throughout the entire metro areas. Uh, and I'm sorry, but they they just they don't play a lot of stuff that would draw people to the radio. Yeah, the people that are the seventy or eighty songs. years old. Yeah. Uh, you know, the forty or fifty year old listener doesn't know that. And, and a lot of stations don't want to play the older sixties and fifties oldies. I mean, I'm sorry to say it this way, but they they they're not advertisers don't want that audience. I mean, they, exactly. Even, so I mean, where Bernie's is right. I mean, you, uh, the, what, what, what's popular is music from the seventies, eighties, nineties. That for all these stations. I mean, that's what that's what you're hearing on all the oldie stations. I mean, Odyssey has another radio station. It's not on the. It's just an internet one. It's called. Uh, Smooth 70s, and it's a great... It, everything they play is stuff that I played when I was working at WJPZ when I was going to college. And, you know, people people tend to like that kind of music. So, um, but we'll, we'll try to take a look at that, Jerry, and maybe we'll try to feature KAZG. And we may have featured it before on All Things Radio. I don't think we have. But maybe we'll take a look and see if we can feature them. So, And, and it brought. makes sense because... T- yeah, it makes sense because 20 or 30 years ago, when you were hearing the 50s and 60s, the people that were listening were mine and Perry's age in their 40s and 50s listening to that, where now they've aged in their 70s and 80s, so the people my age are listening to the stuff that were new songs when we yeah. grew up in the 70s yeah. and 80s. Well, here's, here's the real deal. Here's the problem that, that confronts radio. That is, younger people don't listen. And no. 
and radio stations think they shouldn't cater to the older audience. And so, therefore, there's a, a real conflict with regard to radio. I mean, really, younger people do not listen to the radio. Well, just like, I was t- like I was telling y'all before the show, and I'll tell the listeners, you know, when I was on the way up to my grandma's funeral last week, I'm in the car with my 20-year-old niece, no radio on. It was all her... All her different playlists on her phone, sure. and I took a I took a trip, like I said, a thousand mile trip. Where back in the eighties and nineties, I would have had my Walkman scanning stations in Dallas, going through Oklahoma City, scanning those stations, Springfield, Missouri, all these. Where I didn't take one, and you know what? I didn't care. It didn't bother me. It's like, no. what am I going to miss? Well, and the what other part of the pro- the other part of the problem is, and Bernie, you're right. And radio says, well, we can't, we 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 can't play this kind of music, but you know. The part of the other problem is as they can't. The advertisers are saying we don't, we don't want to buy this kind of music. They, that, that's right. part of the. Yet they they, they the, want the, the irony really. The irony is that honestly, the people who listen to radio are the people who Jerry was talking about. The, the older people are the ones listening to the radio. Yeah. I mean, you got a point, Bernie. Uh, you really do. I mean, that, that's the bottom line. And uh, it's frustrating. It really is. And, yeah. and and then there's more competition for radio. I mean, I I I don't listen to any local radio here at all, but because it's so bad, I tend, I spend my time listening to Sirius XM satellite radio if I want to listen to stuff. And I feel like I'm I feel like I'm a traitor when I'm doing all this radio news because I don't listen to local radio because it's it's just so horrible. So. I don't either. I got I got my Amazon Music playlist for my music. Hey, you know I don't. <laughs> I got the other stuff. Well, I think uh, I think we all got the message loud. And right, and, and I think these those yes, stations do. are at the end of the line. Like, you know, the station Jerry mentioned in Phoenix is probably at the end of the line. They don't know what else to do with it. And it's too right. bad because I like that music, you know, but we're old. So Isn't that won't. something, Bill, that even a station like The Legend, you have to kind of make decisions, too, on, on what what is going to get you the most bang for the buck if you will well, well we're, we're just in the process now where we we've, we've been offered a new iphone app do you think our listeners will go for that i don't know but well, we're offering, some will but some won't you know right I, you, uh, oh and here's the other thing if my dad was still alive now he's if he would be alive now he'd be uh, like 94 years old but i mean if going up through the time of radio and when, when WNEW would, would drop its uh, middle-of-the-road music at all these stations, he would be wondering, he would be wanting his kind of music, and he'd, he'd be listening to the music of your life, but that's not even around anymore, basically. It's not. Yeah. Uh, no. And so he he would probably be wanting to go to Sirius Satellite Radio because they have 40s Junction, they have a bunch of those kind of channels as well. So, Or he'd be, or if he turned the TV on, he'd be listening to Music Choice with Singers and Swing, or Easy Listening. So, yeah. uh, again, yeah. again, radio... It keeps shooting itself in the hip all the time, every day, and uh, we. It does. But Bernie, you and I have talked about this day in and week in and week out and week in and week out. Oh and, yeah. And the message is getting through to us, but it's not going to certain that still gets. And, and the bottom line is, it, I had a professor, and I said this last week, who that said, "Well, the airways belong to the people." No, they don't belong to the people. I don't care what the FCC tells you in all their in all the literature. Airwaves belong to the people who run the radio stations because it's a money-making business, and if you and if you can't make money, you won't be able to survive. That's the bottom right. line. And you know, the, the thing is, you just can't beat 
those weekends on B105.7. Right. You know, oh, no. Want, those That's, weekends on B105.7, you got that Bernie Egan those, guy. Right, and you better you enjoy it while it's there, you know, can be there, yeah. What more could you ask for, really? Oh, right. I, I, would, I, like, I love that JMB. I know you do. A takeover. And JMV loves it, but he hasn't talked about it as much lately. But, you know, so he just hasn't talked about it much. Well, see, Christmas is coming, and he won't be on for that entire time. So he'll Well, he enjoys that time off, so he he probably enjoys a little bit of time yeah. off, too, to do what he needs to do. But Jennifer's he calling. He's an outstanding job, though. He does, and that's. I think that's really what he would like to do, is um, do a music show on the radio. I mean, I think he enjoys doing the sports, but I think he would like doing that maybe. Or he might get tired of it, too. I don't know. Yeah, yeah um, and, and sports is his thing. And, Bill, we do have one piece of news before we move to the to Jennifer, and uh, we'll take just a few seconds to do this. For those who watched uh, CNN back in the day, in the 80s and 90s, if you remember CNN Sports Tonight, it was with uh, Fred Hickman, and for a while it was Vince Gelini, and then it went to Nick Charles. Fred Hickman passed away at the age of 66. Uh, Fred Hickman graduated from Coe College in uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. He, uh, of course, did CNN Sports tonight, and he did some stuff as well for the Yes Network. But for those who were sports fans back in those days, if you just wanted a good recap of the day and everything, you know, if you haven't been listening or watching anything, that was a good place to go at night to get a good recap of the day. And it was always appointment watching usually for me if I didn't know what, what had been going on during the day. Yeah, but now I we're it on a regular basis. we're so hooked up with Twitter and Facebook. Well, maybe not Twitter for much longer, but at least Facebook maybe for a while. I, th- and I think tw- I think you know maybe what maybe not the right thing. But I think Twitter is going to be fine. I th- for for what we use it for, I think it's going to be fine. If you use it for sports and things like that, I think you're going to be fine. I think I think yeah. that you're kidding yourself if you think so, if, especially if if he goes with a paywall and a pay model. So. Uh... Just, well, if he goes with the pay, I won't do that. But well, I mean, just be aware of that. Happy, how about if we move on to Jennifer Sparks' caller and format changes? She's right. She's whispering in my ear that she wants to get going. <laughs> right, her but fans are getting she's not whispering in your ear. Yeah, okay. She not, could be. I believe that, folks. Right. Yeah. <laughs> even right. even her Jennifer. Fans are rioting, though. Even Jennifer has her standards. I yeah. know. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so here we go. We always said if one of us were going to go, it better be for an upgrade. So <laughs> maybe it is. I don't know. I like to give Jeff a hard time. But here we go. And she said this one broke a record for the shortest call letter in format in history. So let's see how long it actually is. Hello everyone, I'm Jennifer Sparks and here are your call letter and format changes for the week of November 10th. K-H-A-N-F-M 91.7 Nuffalo, Wyoming changes calls to K-C-H-Y FM W-L-G-T FM 98.3 Washington, North Carolina changes frequency to 97.5 K-Z-H-N-A-M 1250 Paris, Texas changes format from classic country 
to News Talk and changes slogan from the Texan KZHN to News Radio 1250. WNDO AM 1520, Apopka, Florida. Changes format from silent to ethnic. WLNR AM 1230, Kinston, North Carolina. Changes format from regional Mexican to southern gospel. And changes slogan from La Grande 1000 to WLLY 1350. Those are your call letter and format changes for this week. For all things radio, I'm Jennifer Sparks, wishing all of you a good week. She didn't... Wow. Wow, that was short. Wow. I didn't even get time to go get a beer. Right. I was well, looking she for said, one. She said it was going to be short. I was looking yeah. for a call one, but I couldn't find it in that short a time. Maybe... Ten stations, I think. Nine, ten, something like that. Yeah. But you're only as good as a service as they she give to you. Whispered in Jeff's ear that Bernie was not going to have time to go get a beer. Yeah, That's right. And, and, and you got it to rhyme as well, Bernie. Bernie, I know. Yeah. Jeff and Lisa and I and Jenny went over. Not this week. Was last week to a place in a new place in Beach Grove. It's across from the bowling alley, and. It's called the Thirsty Turtle 2. It was monkey business, but it's a little smaller now, but it's in Beach Grove, and they had tacos for a dollar a piece and chicken wings for 35 cents. So I can see that in your future. The Thirsty thirsty Turtle, right? Thirsty Turtle 2. There must be a Thirsty Turtle someplace else, but they called it the Thirsty Turtle 2. There's one here in Austin, but it's a different odor, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think, but it's an actual beach grove. I've never been to the Beach Grove Bowling Alley. The What is it called? The, but anyway, it's across the street from that. I used to go to Unfortunately, a, I have been to the Beach Grove Bowling Alley. Uh, yeah. They have really, really cold beer there. That's, they that's do? That's all I can tell you. Oh, well, maybe we ought That's to go there. And, yeah. Well, where'd you go out to dinner? Oh, we went to the bowling alley for dinner. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They <laughs> had popcorn and beer. Yeah, popcorn and Actually, beer. Actually, we yeah. had a bowling alley here that was known for their enchiladas, dart bowl, but they closed. Yeah. Well, you know, Jerry talks about going back in time, and we're going to do that right now. We're going to go all the way back to 1971, maybe late 1970. And we're going to talk about a legendary broadcaster who I got a request for to feature it. I don't know who requested it last week, but they wanted to hear Bob Prince. So... And this is a short one. This is where Indiana yields its time to New York for a very special thing coming up here in just a moment. So at least you, you've got five minutes to go get a beer. So here you go. Okay. All about. So you got five minutes. Now here's Bobby Clemente. Pitch to him from Palmer. And there's a ball hit very deep to right field. Going back for it is Frank Robinson. He's at the wall. He uh, can't get it. It's gone for a home run. Bobby Clemente continues to totally annihilate Baltimore pitching.
Pirate right fielder Roberto Clemente was simply one of the best all-around ball players in big league history. He could do everything. He was a 15-time All-Star who won four National League batting titles. His amazing fielding and throwing earned him 12 gold gloves. In Game 7 of the 1971 World Series, Clemente came up big against the Orioles lefty Mike Cuellar. Here's Bobby Clemente. Bounced to short his first time up. Hit the screwball a mile in the left center field. It is going. It is gone. A home run for Clemente over the left center wall, 380 feet away. That homer led to a 2-1 Pittsburgh win and a world championship. Pirate pitcher Steve Blass tossed a brilliant four-hit complete game in the seventh game finale, but it was Clemente that was named the 1971 World Series Most Valuable Player. Roberto finished his Hall of Fame career in 1972 with a lifetime batting average of 317, amassing exactly 3,000 hits along the way. Base hit number 3,000 came on September the 30th, 1972 against the New York Mets left-hander John Matlack. And Bob Prince was there to call it. Matlack on the 0-1. Bobby hits a drive into the gap in the left center field. There she is. For a double. Papers flying. Everybody standing. A double for Roberto. Bob covered Clemente's entire 18 years of greatness, and the two men were very close friends. Tragically, on New Year's Eve 1972, Clemente died in a plane crash while attempting to deliver aid and supplies to earthquake victims in Nicaragua. Shortly thereafter, Prince recalled a favorite Clemente story. I remembered a lot of things about Roberto, but one that will always stand out in my mind takes me back to October of 1972 when he asked me to bring my wife to San Juan as he wanted to honor me at a banquet before his fellow countrymen. I didn't have any idea what he wanted to do in my honor, but before the night was over, I was in tears. You see, when the Pirates won the pennant and later the series in 1960, he was not voted the MVP award. And this hurt him very much. Not the fact that he didn't win the award, but rather the thought that was in his mind that somebody had actively campaigned against him, and this deeply hurt his pride. He told of this at the banquet, and went on to say that he had returned home that fall and had then promised his mother and father that he would win the National League batting title in 1961, and he would prove to all concerned that he was the best in the National League. Well, Roberto fulfilled that promise when he batted 351, and for that effort, he won the coveted silver bat, emblematic of the best batter in the league. And then he said, with tears streaking down his face, I asked myself, what can I give my dear friend Bob Prince? What can I give him for his friendship? What have I that is my most prized possession in my trophy room? And with that, he brought forth the silver bat that he had won to fulfill the promise he had made to his mother and father, and he gave it to me. I was stunned, and then, openly crying, I made him a solemn promise that upon my death, the bat would be returned to Bobby's three sons. I know their daddy would want that to happen, and it will. 
Later in this program, we'll hear many more great highlights of Bob Prince, the gunner. But first, let's go back to his younger days. There you go. There's just a short expert. Uh, Bob Prince. And I think anybody growing up heard KDKA when radio was radio. There you go. You like that, Jeff? I guess he didn't. Well, we'll just... He's getting that beer with Bernie. He must be getting that beer with Bernie when Jeff's not here. It's unusual. I I liked it. I I liked it. I mean, of course, I didn't get to hear a lot of KDKA uh, with Bob Prince because down here, they don't come in very well. They never came in very well, but no, I thought... I mean, what I heard of him, he's very good enough. So that was... That was Bob Prince, and he um, did it for a lot of years. And Roberto Clemente, he called him Bobby, but they were very good friends over the years. And I guess he gave him that bat, and then shortly thereafter he was killed tragically in that plane crash. Well, I wish Jeff was here to introduce this next segment, but... um, this it's is, too bad about what happened to Jeff, really. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's whispering in Jennifer's ear, I guess. That's, that's right. <laughs> somebody, read his, somebody read his book and they attacked him about it. That's, yeah, let's not go Yeah. So anyways. There is truly nothing more embarrassing on this, on this show than when somebody says something to you and you're either muted or you're not paying attention. Yeah, you can't respond. You just know later on there's no recovery. It happens too. It happens. So Jeff, are you back with us? I am back with you, and um, I guess we're going to talk about the air check. But uh, I have to tell you a story before I do this air check because I would have never known about this thing in 1969, except that my dad worked and he owned a, a pool hall or a billiard parlor, and he would get home well whenever the business closed and he had to clean up and you know close the place down. It's 1 o'clock in the morning, or a little after 1, and he gets home and he puts on WABC because he liked to listen to all kinds of radio. And he hears what, what, I'm, what I'm going to let you guys hear in the next segment. And he wakes me up and he says, Jeff, you got to listen to this guy, Roby Young. He's imploding on the air. I said, what do you mean? He goes, you'll have to listen. Now, he knew I was already listening to WABC, but I had fallen asleep because I always had a radio on at night. I, I still do to this day have something going at night. So this is 1969, and the premise is that the Beatle Paul McCartney, now, now Roby Young never said he was dead. He said maybe dead. And the Beatles had concocted a publicity stunt for their albums to sell their albums uh, with Sgt. Pepper, Magical Mystery Tour, the White Album, that Paul McCartney was dead. He had died in a car accident. It wasn't true. And that later on, it, it came out that it was a publicity stunt. Other radio stations that have done the same thing. I have a copy of a show from WKBW that did the same thing. But Roby Young did it on his own. But I'll talk about it after the air check because it, it, to this day, what happened to Roby on the air or what he did on the air it still disturbs me, and I, it shouldn't. But I, I really do have a deep feeling about a deep feelings about what happened on October twenty fifth of nineteen sixty nine, and I'll turn it over to you, Bill. I and like I said, this must be more of a New York thing. I don't remember people talking about this as much at the time. Oh yeah, for, oh they did. Yeah. They did. I'm sure they did. 
I just said I just don't remember. See, I, I was such a huge, I'm such a huge Beatles fan. I even bought the uh, the recent reissue of Revolver like a couple of weeks ago when it came out. So I, I'm just crazed when it comes to the Beatles. Well, there you go. You and Jonathan Mosin. I heard John crazy. Lennon got killed. I, I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. John. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Well, you're finally getting with it, you know. But yeah, let's, really, yeah. let's listen to this, Jeff, and let's see what I missed in 1969. You know, because right. I was probably chasing women and who knows what doing back then. Probably were. Uh, probably were. But here we go. Rather than play fancy production music or fancy talk-ups for this air check, I'd like to talk a little bit about this. This is an air check that occurred on WABC on October 23rd, 1969, the day that Robbie Young was fired from the radio station. He was speculating about the death of Paul McCartney. Later on, we realized that the Beatles had concocted a publicity stunt, making everyone believe that Paul McCartney was dead in order to sell albums. Was Robbie Young right or was he wrong? Should he have taken over the radio station and changed the format of the radio station? Well, I'll let you decide. So without further ado, let's hear Robbie Young imploding on the air at radio station WABC AM from October 23rd, 1969 on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. And, uh, <laughs> almost as satisfied. It is 22 before the hour of 1 o'clock WABC chime time. I just got a call from Georgia. Now, this doesn't mean a heck of a lot, except for the fact that the other night I got a call from Indiana. And the whole thing is about one thing. The fact that there is something very strange about the Beetle Paul. The fact that the Beetle Paul may be dead. In Indiana University, uh, for instance, at Bloomington, uh, there are 30 students working on a research project indicating that uh, the Beetle Paul might be dead. I talked to them last night for an hour and a half. As a DJ on the world's largest radio station, uh, I felt it uh, my you know business to listen to their uh, claims. And they told me some things which uh, shocked me. And I was up all night last night. And I promised myself that I would not say anything on WABC because I'm talking to 40 states right now. And there are a heck of a lot of people listening to this thing. And I'll surely get fired if I say anything unusual. But the fact is, folks, I've been fired anyhow. You will not hear my show after two weeks from now. It'll be off the air. And uh, I'm not going to be cut now because it's uh, 12, uh, 39 at night and there's nobody standing by to cut the switch. But I'm going to tell you the truth. These kids at Indiana University have mentioned something very strange about Paul. And I am going to give you the things that they have mentioned. And I hope that you will remember that I told you first because you're going to hear about this. This is making the wire services. This is making all the local radio newscasts across the country. And I know what they're talking about. It seems that uh, there's something strange that happened to the Beatle Paul. Um, if you will look at the Sgt. Pepper's album, the first strange thing you'll notice is that on the cover, and this may or may not be true, there's a hand over his head, somebody's right hand. This is uh, nothing spectacular. But then you will notice, if you look to the right-hand side, there is the WMCA, which is our competition in those days. It's not now, but it was then. Um, welcomes uh, the Beatles. WMCA, good guys, welcome the Beatles, right? On the other side of the uh, Sgt. Pepper album. Okay. In the right hand of that doll is a car. The theory is that Paul the Beatle was killed or will be killed in a sports car. A white, perhaps. Corvette or something like that. I don't know what it is, but that's the doll on the front of the Sgt. Pepper's album. On the grave on the front of the Sgt. Pepper's album, there is a four-string bass, which is the instrument 
that Paul plays. That's on the grave. It's a left-hand bass. And that is there. I want you to notice in the Magical Mystery Tour album, the numbers that really come out, if you really get very, very high and look at the front of the album, on some, uh, you know, like, you know, mind-bending drug, there are numbers in the title of the album. I want you also to look at the inside pictures. The walrus is a pagan symbol of death. And the walrus is holding his right hand above Paul's head. Now, what does this mean? I want you also to notice in the Beatles albums, if you will take Strawberry Fields Forever and play it at 45 RPM, take the LP and play it at 45, you will distinctly hear the words, I buried Paul, if you play it very high. If you take I Am the Walrus, you will hear services for Billy, you will hear, is he really dead? And now I'm going to give you the very final thing, as I may well end my radio career. And I sure as hell hope I'm doing it on the top station in New York. And I am. If you will listen very carefully to Revolution Number 9, take it and play it on a two-track machine after you've recorded it on a four-track machine. Play it backwards, and you will hear some very strange things. You will hear things like, is he dead? You will hear some very unusual things about Paul the Beatle. And after 10 years in broadcasting, I have never felt so, so sure of a thing as I feel right now, but that there is something strange going on with the Beatles and something particularly strange with reference to Paul. Why is he in a black suit with bare feet on the cover of Abbey Road? Do you know that's what they bury people in in England? For instance, in Revolution Number 9, you can hear the sound of flames. You can hear crackling. You can hear a car crash. You can hear distinctly, let me out. And the most shocking thing of all is, you can hear, turn me on, dead man, if you happen to play it backwards. Now, folks, I have nothing to lose by telling you this. I'm sorry for the telephone girl. There's only one girl on the switchboard tonight at ABC, and I feel sorry for her. But I had to say this, because my voice on ABC will be silenced within two weeks. But if you will listen to these songs, you will hear what I said. And if you listen to the rest of the songs, you will hear even more. one o'clock WABC chime time right now we have cloudy windy and mild for the forecast chance of shower slow in the 50s cloudy sky 72 WABC degrees with the impact at uh, 30 or less chance excuse for not wearing safety belts it's a killer what's your excuse thank you Jack Webb the most music all through the night all night music are brought to you by Denison <laughs> Seventy-seven. Union, New Jersey. Recognized charge plans accepted. Denison is open right now. Twelve and a half minutes before one o'clock on WABC. Robbie Young here in New York with all night music power. This is called Honky Tonk Women, number one on the survey for 15 weeks. Now it's number 10. Rolling Stones sing. 
WABC Chime Time, and the WABC operator can't handle all the calls. There are hundreds of them coming in. Well, I say to that, good. I'm glad the WABC operator can't handle all the calls. Maybe there should be more than one WABC operator. Uh, here's Gary Puckett in the Union Gap at 9 before 1. And this girl's a woman now. WABC Radio. And I suppose what I should do is say, uh, wow, I take back what I said, but I'm not going to. You tuned in late. I really said it. There is something strange going on about uh, Paul of the Beatles. If you look at the Beatle albums, and I'd like you to be able to say that I told you first about it. There's a team of researchers out in um, Indiana University at Bloomington. About 30 kids working on this with me. And we spent a lot of time on the phone last night. And there's something very strange going on. You'll notice a right hand over Paul's head in every photograph since uh, the Sgt. Pepper album. Notice the left-hand guitar on the grave. Notice the words in Strawberry Fields Forever. The words that say, I buried Paul. The words in I Am the Walrus services for Billy, send me my body, and the words in Revolution Number no. 9 on the double album, if you play it backwards after recording it, the fire, the screams, the phrase, let me out, help, if you analyze day in the life, if you analyze when I'm 64, I'm sorry I had to say it like this, but I mean, maybe someday, idiot for saying it, happened and I had to tell I was an idiot. It happened and I had to Robbie Young in New York with all the car. We'll be right back after the Robbie Young in New York with all W A B C New York. W A B to Beverly Peterson in New York at three minutes past one W A B C Chime Time and she to Beverly Peterson in New York at three minutes past one W A B C Chime Time and she says that she and her girlfriend saw Paul the Beatle uh, not long ago in New York within the past two weeks across from uh, oh let's see a mortuary on 85th Street and Second Avenue they think it's the Cook Place and he was dressed in black as he is on the uh, Abbey Road cover and in uh, bare feet figure it out. It's three and a half minutes past the hour of one o'clock. You tuned in late and we're trying to fix music time. This is Robbie Young. Three and a half minutes past the hour of one o'clock. WABC most music time. This is Robbie Young here in New York. It's past the hour of 1 o'clock, WABC Chime Time. Apparently, a lot of people have heard about the controversy that I am turning you on to about the Beatles. I'm getting calls from all over America. People who are listening tonight from New York. Uh, you know, people have called from Ithaca. I have a call now. And, uh, like, all over the place. Bloomington, Indiana, would you believe, has called. There is something strange going on about Paul of the Beatles. We'll learn more about it. It's six past one on WABC. This is Robbie Young in New York, and the weather report has just been handed to me. It's raining like crazy. Wow. 72 WABC degrees. Have a call too, won't too. Yeah, raining like crazy. In that case, with the rain. Rainy days. Five the next morning.
charge plans accepted. I talked to Charlie last night. As a matter of nice charge plans, he's doing very well and says to tell you all hello. And the fact that he is doing very well and says to tell you all hello. And the fact that Denison is open now is uppermost in his mind. So go by there and buy a suit. We just heard from Jerry Green in Ithaca, New York, at WVBR FM. And he says that uh, he has been getting calls, just like I have been, about the strange controversy about Paul of the Beatles, the whole death thing. Uh, if you missed it, I don't have time to tell you about it now. Uh, it'll develop later, okay? Right now, it's music time. And this is by Three Dog Night, and it's called Easy to Be Hard. Music from here. Music from off-Broadway on WABC Radio. Robbie Young here in New York. Twelve past the hour of one o'clock, WABC Shine Time. Also, uh, I already said chime time, from uh, Jerry Green at WVBRFM in Ithaca. If you take on the double album, uh, if you take the cut between I'm So Tired and Blackbird, I am told, now I haven't checked this out myself, but I am told from another DJ that you will hear, if you play it at high volume, uh, Paul is dead now, Paul is dead now. Miss him, miss him. Now, I don't know. Last night, I stayed up until 4, 5, 6 o'clock in the morning talking to the kids at the university in uh, Bloomington, uh, Indiana about the fact that uh, are you right, are you wrong, is it really something? And then, like at 4 in the morning, I turn on my own hi-fi set and play these cuts at slow speed, and I heard something like that. It's very chilling. The expression, turn your blood to I, Paul, and Paul, dead, dead now, and turn me on, dead man. There's very Paul and Paul. Maybe a promotion stunt. Turn me on, dead man. There's something very strange going on. It may be a promotion stunt, or it may be the real thing, or it may be the Beatles trying to tell us something. I don't know what it is, but I do know this. There is something there. All right? Robbie Young in New York. Uh, nice day today. 72 WABC degrees, and <laughs> now it's raining. 13 past 1. Clothier, Route 22, Union, New Jersey, open. 15 past one. Dennison is open now. Speaking to uh, Ed Vane, is it? Ed Vane, Ed WUVT, University of Virginia. Is that correct, Ed? Virginia Tech. Where is that located, Ed? Blacksburg. Hello, Blacksburg, Virginia. About the Beatle controversy, he says they're doing a special program on it, and he wants to know all we know, all I know. All I know is that two weeks ago, I called Capitol Records and ordered every Beatle album. And I bought a $450 hi-fi amplifier, and I sat home, and my engineers will attest to this, and I listened to the Beatle albums, and I played them backwards and forwards, and I played them at every speed. And on the Roby Young hi-fi set, we heard strange things, folks. We heard things like I Buried Paul, uh, Services for Billy. We heard strange things when we played Revolution Number no. 9 backwards, and I want you to do that. I want you to get Revolution Number no. 9 and play it backwards. It's from the double album. The Beatles are trying to tell us something about Paul. I don't think it is an advertising promotion stunt. I really don't. And I'm backed up by college students, groups of people all over America who are calling in tonight. And folks, this is a live show. And they're saying the same thing. There is something very strange going on with the Beatles, with uh, reference to Paul. Did you know that the walrus was a pagan symbol for death? Did you know that? Look it up. 
Do you see the right hand of the walrus on those pictures in the Magical Mystery Tour? Can you see numbers if you get really high on something or other in the title of the Magical Mystery Tour? Okay, work on that, all right? This is Dionne Warwick. And uh, you've lost that loving feeling. First time by the Righteous Brothers. It is 22 minutes before the hour of 2 o'clock. And uh, we just heard from Rutgers University once again, Dennis Sluka. On the Sgt. Pepper album of the Beatles, uh, if you will look in the center page, you will find OPD. That is on uh, Paul's arm, or the costume of the person uh, who is portraying Paul. That may mean officially pronounced dead. I'm inclined to doubt that. I don't know what they do. Uh, we should ask Webb Kelly, our resident information expert, what they do on this. But that is some sort of a, a thing on the arm of Paul. That may have... Um, in the day in the life... Comes up with it and says, yes. Beatles, the lyrics... A day in the life. I saw the photo... I'm paraphrasing. Whether or not he was... Uh, from the House of Lords. I'm paraphrasing, of course. I don't have the lyrics before me. He blew his mind out in a car. The theory is that Paul uh, was killed in a car or will be killed in a car. And I uh, hadn't noticed the lights had changed, blah, blah, blah. And um, the fact, uh, the reference to the House of Lords and Day in the Life now becomes clear after three or four years, after it's been out, three years, I guess it is. Apparently, this means that since the Beatles were made uh, honorary members of the OBE or OBC, what, what is it, uh, Webb, when you become a member of the, uh, member of the uh, Order of the British Empire, says Mr. Kelly in the newsroom. Um, that may have a reference to that. I don't know. It's very complicated. It may be an advertising stunt by the Beatles, but I don't really think it is. And we are uncovering it now, and you're hearing it here for the first time, and I'm taking time with it uh, because I think it's important. Okay? All right. Do you have anything important to say? Call ABC in New York. But uh, if you don't, if you just want to comment, please don't, because Pat just called me. There's only one girl on the ABC telephone desk. She had 350 calls in 10 minutes. And there's only the one girl, and the digital counter counted the calls. And, uh, like, you know, they can't afford to put on more than one girl tonight. So cool it, unless you have really something to say. Uh, and if the lines are busy, like, call back later, okay? 20 minutes before 2. Moving right along, folks. To keep them from calling, do it. Uh, Denison Immense Club, your Route 22, Union, New Jersey, open 10 a.m. until 5 the next morning. Saturday. Denison is open now. Rutgers University. <laughs> Rutgers University has come up with a whole new thing here. Um, on Glass Onion, the double album, right? Beatles, double album, a few months ago. Glass Onion, looking up at the tulips uh, to see how the other half lives. I told you about the walrus. The walrus was Paul, the walrus symbol for death. Uh, the walrus is Paul. He and I are as close as can be. Put that together. And Rutgers says, uh, looking up at tulips from, um, you know, like below the uh, glass onion, is looking up from the uh, grave to see how the other half lives. It all ties together if you listen to the lyrics. Or maybe it means nothing. It's up to you to decide. I'm not saying one way or the other. I'm just putting the whole thing out. Because I am not going to take responsibility for this. But I'm sure as heck going to tell you everything I know. 
After 10 years in radio, I know about, you know, coming out on the air and saying things. I'm just trying to be neutral. So don't sue me. You have no chance. I've already checked it out with my attorney. Blood, sweat, and tears when I die. Wow. Blood, sweat, and tears, Dave Clayton Thomas. When I die and when I'm gone, there'll be one child born to carry on in this world. Huh? Sort of transmigration scene there, ladies and gentlemen. Here we are with 72 WABC degree. 14 before 2 o'clock. And we're getting calls. I got a call from a guy in Patchogue, Long Island, said... Oh, and I've got long distance on the other line. We had 350 calls about 10 minutes ago. I don't know what they are now. Please don't call ABC New York unless you have something definite to say. Um, I had, last night, I found out about this Beatle thing at home. I discovered it, and I talked to a series of uh, research people at the uh, Indiana University in Bloomington. And I said, wow, I'm not going to say anything, you know. I'll keep it to myself. But apparently other stations are about to pick it up, and people know about it. So why not, you know? Why not talk about it? My engineer tells me we've got calls coming in from uh, uh, Florida and uh, Maine and the Midwest. So I really shouldn't talk too much now. But I will say this. We're on to something. We're on to either a very carefully thought out promotion plot by the Beatles. Or a death wish by Paul. Or something very, very strange. If you tuned in late, listen to other stations. By now they should have picked it up. You know, after I'm off the air, you'll hear about it. Something strange having to do with the Beatle Paul. But please remember you heard it here first in the middle of the night, okay? Please do me that favor, because I'm not going to be around that much longer. Twelve and a half before two, Roby Young here in New York with all night music power. Roby Here's Mel and Tim and Backfield in Motion. Denison Immense Clothier, Route 22, Union, New Jersey. Plans accepted. Denison is open right now. on WABC's All Night Music Power, brought to you by Denison, a men's clothier, Route 22, Union, New Jersey, where money talks and nobody walks. News five minutes sooner from WABC, New York. 55 and 25, this is Bob Howard. The most music. I'm WABC. WABC, New York. Marshak with All Night Music Power. Three minutes past two o'clock. WABC Chime Time. More music now. The Flying Machine. This is number 24. Rosemary. Smile a little smile for me. You know how to do it. Come on. You have a little smile, Rosemary. Love it. Five minutes.
just past 2 o'clock in WABC's All Night Music Park. It's raining like cats and dogs out there. Very heavy if you're driving. Please take care. 72 WABC degrees. Les Marshak here, and, you know, we've been getting some phone calls. The uh, switchboard downstairs has been inundated regarding some speculating that uh, Roby Young was doing earlier this morning regarding Paul McCartney. If you were listening, you're aware of it. But please be assured that those speculations are untrue. They are untrue. Please don't call, all right? Thank you for me and from the operator, too. Wow. Bill, I want to first of all thank you for let, indulging me and letting me put this on. Um, and wow. I, w I was very upset when I heard this initially because this is a guy who had a radio career, comes to Miami at WQAM. Mike can tell you this. Mike, uh, Mike yeah, that's right. can tell you this. And came to New York, and his, his career imploded at this point, and right. he never recovered from it. I know he right. worked at some stations in Miami. He died penniless out as an alcoholic living in a flop house in Miami at the age of 55 in 1997. So wow. it, it's it's uh, hard. But rather than me talk about it, because I will say something at the end, I'd like to get the people's opinion of, of what they think. I want to start with you, Bernie, because uh, I, I, I asked you about about this, uh, if you had ever heard this before. So what, what did you think? I sure don't want to, you know, disagree with any. I, uh, boy, I sure don't want to. Uh, the term BS comes to mind, um, but the term Art Bell comes to mind. This, this is one of uh, the term Art Bell comes to mind. This, this is one of those really dramatic kind of things that some people play up and and they they get carried away with. Um, I mean, none of this, none of this happened. First of all, on Strawberry Fields, uh, it's not necessarily. I mean, no one really knows, but it's not necessarily I buried Paul. Uh, some people say that John is saying I'm very, very small. And some people say that John is saying cranberry sauce. Uh, so I, I just, I never bought it, uh, even at the time, and yes, I heard it. Um, but I, I just think the, the, the guy got, clearly the guy got carried away. Way carried away. You, you know, Bernie. And, I think. Uh, if, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. I just think you, you've got to watch those things. I mean, first of all, he's he's feeding a fire that may or may not even exist. You know. Uh, well, and even even I, then, I just, though, Bernie, wouldn't it have been hypothetically? Let's say that any all anyone he's saying is true. If Paul was dead, wouldn't it have been like all over the news wires and everywhere else? Yeah. But that's why. But, but the Beatles did acknowledge that they did do this as a stunt to sell albums, and that that that's true. Okay, however, I never heard that. Yeah, I it, never it, heard it, that. Yeah. However, the thing that that where he ruined himself, Bernie, and I think everyone, if you listen long enough, you see, he was going to be fired, and he knew it. And if he didn't say that while he was doing this his shtick, doing this whole thing, maybe it wouldn't have been so obvious. But obviously, I think that he subconsciously was was upset about it, and used this as his way to get back at WABC. I really believe that that's really what happened here. Um, and, well, and he, I mean, if, if Paul if Paul were dead, I would have been upset, too. You know, just like when John was dead. I I can't uh, believe how upset I was, you know. But at the, at the same time, it, it, it was just, it was a lot of hype. It was a lot of BS, and it never happened. And what I want to know is, okay, he was already, He said he was already fired, but why were they letting him come back for those two weeks if he was already fired? Because, uh, it's fired. A, it's a, because this is a union station, okay? When you fire someone, 
You just don't say you're fired, you're gone. Uh, there was a contract. He had to do his shows. They didn't have anyone to do the show. The guy that came in to replace him was a staff announcer, the guy that I knew personally who lived in my apartment building. Um, he came in to uh, fill in, and he was, and you know, he took over for a few weeks until they hired Jay Reynolds from WIFE in Indianapolis, Indiana. So that, you know, well, that, you know, that's I, I think it's really, I think it's really cool that you played it. Um, I've never heard this particular broadcast before, um, but I, I just, I think it's, it's a lot of hype and a lot of drama, and. Um, by the way, the Jess Smolian book is coming out on uh, December 6th, and I don't know if you know it or not, but uh, on the cover of Jess's book is a picture of Jeff apparently lying in what appears to be a grave with a microphone over his head. Now, I don't want to spread any rumors. <laughs> Jeff might be dead. I don't know. Um, that's, that's, pretty, that, that's pretty funny, Bernie. <laughs> they were doing, in Miami, they were doing a lot of hype. Number one, they had a TV show about this, for one thing. And they had this guy by the name of Henry Truby from the University of Miami do testing on voices and all kinds of stuff dealing with this to see if Paul was dead or not. And there was another guy by the name of... Uh, John Paul Roberts, who I knew, John Paul Roberts, and uh, he he even thought that Rob that Paul was dead, believe it or not. Well, I, it was a lot of people got really carried away with it. Yeah, they I mean, really WKBW did, yeah, WKB, did, did a did thing it. on it, and they said the show was the, the it was done uh, around Halloween time. It was called Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney is alive and well. Paul McCartney is alive and well. Maybe that was the name of the piece that they that they did on the radio wow. at that time. And I think, Bernie, I think if, if you if you listen to what at my uh, logic here, if he had done it on one of those underground progressive rock stations, it probably wouldn't have made as much news. But because he took he took his, uh, his, his, his anger out, and it was his anger. It really was his anger at WABC. I really believe that. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and, and did it that way. Um, that, that's what that's what got the ire of WABC. He, he got a lot of publicity, made the newspapers, made a, a lot of publicity. But as my dad said, what did he say to me when we were listening to this thing? Because he said, well, why don't you have some breakfast with me while we listen to this? Because he, when he got home from work, he wasn't going to go to sleep. And he always made breakfast. And he exactly. said, okay. Yeah. And he said, he said, this guy is just looking for lots of publicity. He says, but even if it was true, you don't go on a radio station. But, Dad... It's 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 you have to do your thing. I said no, you don't do your thing when you're paid. And I guess it was like fifty, sixty thousand dollars a year. That was good money back then. And take over a radio station like that. He was very incensed about it. So that's all I'll say. We do have some hands raised. Uh, the area code six two three. Can you unmute yourself, please? Six two six. I think Jeff. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. Go go ahead. Can I speak? Yes, you can. Tony Leonard. Joni, go ahead. I knew I would hear from you out there in Arizona, wherever you are. Go ahead, Joni. Yeah, I'm in Arizona. And hi, Jeff. Hi, Bill. And whoever else is here. I'm anyway, here. I want to... Oh, that's good, Bernie. Is that Bernie? Yeah. Yes. We're all hey, here. Bernie. I'm, I don't... I never I'm dead. You. He's dead, but he's, he's alive for the show. So go ahead, Joni. I'm dead, yes. Well, I'll have to light a your tight lamp for you. 
but I won't. <laughs> yeah. Only Bernie and Jeff know what I'm talking about, but that's right. The reason why I called was um, I want to talk about Dick Beals, because you were talking about him last week, and I was privileged to meet him a couple of times at Friends of Old Time Radio conventions in, in Newark. And I think I might have met him at a Spurback convention, too. Anyway, Dick Beals wrote a book called Think Big, because Dick Beals was a very small person. I was shocked when I went to shake hands with him. Now, I'm not tall. Um, at that time, I was probably five feet, something like that. And I went to shake his hand and my hand went down, down, down. Oh, wow. He had the hand of a young child. And lots of times when he was uh, performing, they had to stand him on a box so that he could reach the microphone. Um, he, was, uh, he was a wonderful speaker. He followed, he said that he, the, the thing that he really learned so well was to follow the directions of the director, or who was giving him direction. And even though he didn't like certain things, if the director said, do it, you do it. And he was very sweet. He was, you know, you get shocked. I guess when you can see, but when you can't see, and you're looking for a person's hand, and it's way, way down there. And, and I don't know if I got a look on my face because it was it was creepy because it was like a little boy. Um, I think that his he was he realized that he was getting too old to look like a child, and uh, but he he. They needed him because he was so talented. And uh, the book, uh, I would imagine that you could, I don't know if it's on Bard or Bookshare, if they ever even did it, but it's called Think Big. And I liked him. He was very personable. Um, and he spoke extremely well. And he became very, very wealthy. I think he owned a ranch. And um, uh, he had a lot of side businesses, and uh, it was a smart cookie. Joan, thank you very much, Joan. Really appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, wow. Well, I don't know what you could say after after all that, but as I said, I put this on, and, and I, again, thank you, Bill, for a indulging in my madness here, I guess. I guess I would call it. I'm not sure if it's madness or not, but... Where's Les you know, at when we need one, him? <laughs> one thing about Roby, uh, when he left New York, he came down to Palm Beach, worked for a progressive radio station, came down to Miami. You never knew what Roby was going to say on the air. Roby was never the same. No, and I, I actually have some air checks of him at WABC where, uh, you know, he wasn't like that. 
But I was told, um, and by, by someone who worked at WABC, but the guy liked to like to, uh, shall we say, uh, do drugs, uh, marijuana, and he was kind of high on the air a lot, and it it did affect his work. You don't go from starting at WABC from one to one o'clock in the afternoon to three in the afternoon. He was the big Kahuna, and he came to WABC yeah. when they uh, were getting rid of that 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 the the one network and going into the four networks, and then you don't come on the air and go. Uh, from one to three in the afternoon, uh, then go from six fifteen to seven, and then all of a sudden you, you're you're dumped on the all night show, and uh, you know, you you know that's you know that's a problem, and I and and unfortunately he 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 did have that problem, and you know you know what can I say? He he, he it is what it is. Uh, there's nothing more you can say about it. But I did want to bring it up because. Uh, it it doesn't get played a lot, but it's always talked about when they do their WABC reunions about Ruby Young and, and, and there are people. I'm glad you played it. Really. Yeah. And hey, they, Jeff, I have a question about that. Yeah. Uh, did they was that pre-planned for Les to come in at two o'clock, or did they no. just come in on a break, or how did he, that happen? I think at that time he was finally living in in Manhattan, and he was a staff announcer, and he was he was on call and. Uh, the switchboard operator was upset taking all these calls because she's the only one there in the in the in the, op, in the operation, and he she called Rick Sklar, the program director at WABC. He contacted Les Marshak. They both came up to the studios to take him off the air. Now I don't have the, I know what happens. They did play a few songs, but the the the, the, the air check I have was scoped some of that out. But uh, ultimately he was he was asked to leave, and they had security guards up there with him. To escort him from the building, and that's how that's how his career ended at WABC. I'm surprised that uh, Rick Sklar never mentioned that in his book because that's a pretty big story. Yeah, what? I don't know why they hushed he hushed it up, but it but it that's definitely fun. was all over the place. Uh, Bruce Morrow has talked about it. Les Marshak has talked about it. Uh, they've all talked about it. Al, can you? Uh, uh, what would you like to say? Al, you you just oh what, you, okay, you just I'm on yeah. the computer. That's Muted myself. I wasn't sure if I was muted. Anyway, uh, okay. Uh, the last call. I was a little confused about that, but that's beside the point. Anyway, thank you, Jeff, uh, Bill, for playing the uh, thing with WABC. Bill, I'm like you. I was chasing women back in 1969. Yeah. I wasn't aware of that either. Yeah. I might have heard it somewhere, you know, back in '69, but I wasn't paying attention to it because Wixie 1260 didn't talk about it. You know, they thought it was a rumor, but. The question is that did the the people the the girls from Indiana University start that rumor? No, not like? the not the girls. It was no. a, it was a bunch of college students. Uh, uh, oh, that's the other thing my father said to me. He says, "What are these people doing talking about the death of Paul McCartney? They're supposed to be studying, and our tax dollars are yeah. paying for their tuition." <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but you know, Al, you if you were chasing women in '69, Al, I wasn't alive in '69. I, I wasn't alive, yeah. That's why I saved the rest for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, thank you. Thank you very much, Al. Thank you very much. You take care, Jeff. Thank you. Right. Bob uh, Bob out in Michigan, I guess it is, 586 area code. Uh, what would you like to say? Go ahead, please. Thank you. The dog is acting up, too. I'll, she'll be quiet for a minute. Um, oh. I know they did a... Uh, Thing about Paul, that uh, Paul McCartney on WK on RFM in Dearborn too for, for quite a long period. I it wasn't wasn't, uh, but also I was wondering 
why did why did people fall for that business? Because after I buried Paul business, there, uh, there were plenty more songs after that, plenty of albums. And everything. I don't know. Well. As I said, I know Bernie didn't hear it. I heard it say I buried Paul, and, and uh, but then I, I could be wrong. Oh, I heard my, it. my father thought it was I'm very I'm very bored. He wasn't he wasn't quite sure. No, it, I heard it. I heard it said. I'm just saying that it probably wasn't really I buried Paul. Yeah, there were three or four things. And, and, and you, you think know. that maybe subliminally we may have thought that we were hearing things that weren't being there because we've heard the talk around going songs that's a, so much. That's what people do. So. Mm-hmm. But again, yeah. it, it, it is what it is, Bill. I, I, I'm just curious to know when I think was going on. If we, I hope we didn't lose too many listeners. So no, actually, Jeff, you, you I don't want to tell you this too loudly, but you gained a few. I don't want that to go to your head or anything. Oh I, no, we wouldn't want that. I'm, you know, I'm guessing stuff like when you play stuff like that, that that. You know, it's kind of controversial. I was trying to to call Tim in early to take over, but I couldn't find him, (laughs) so we let you finish. He was was looking for Paul's grave. Yeah, I was looking for Tim to come in. in. (laughs) Well, I think... Yeah. (laughs) I'm sorry. But, hey, we had a little bit of fun. I mean, but that was a serious thing. and But you could tell... But he made those statements that he was going to be fired. Had they had some previous discussion, or well, there must have been other issues, I think, going on. Well, I'm sure there were, and, and the other, and I think, as as, I, as my dad said, well, if he knew he was going to be fired, he he certainly lost his credibility when he mentioned that when he was talking about the death of Paul McCartney, because it, it really did make him lose his credibility. Um, well, I don't think that could happen nowadays with all the the Twitter no. and all the stuff that goes on now. No. I don't think that could happen today. Remember, social no. media was not the thing back then, Perry. There was no Facebook. There was, right. what do they call it, Meta now or whatever. There wasn't that then. But I would have thought, I would have thought though, Bill, that if it were even true, that it would have been... Over the, you know, like the, the net, yeah. Well, you well it, it ultimately was after the fact. Okay, when WKBW did it, there was a station in town, Dallas. I think maybe KLIF was another one that that talked about it. And uh, as Al said, no, as Bob said, WKNR did it. Uh, Walter, can you unmute yourself, please? And uh, what, what do you have? What input do you have? Well, yeah, this is the most calls we've gotten this all in a while. Well, I just, huh? um, I just wanted to. Uh, I was amazed by the, the the way that snowballed. You know, just the, the whole thing with that. Uh-oh. Well, no, we, we, yeah, it, it, we hear you, Paul. We, uh, yeah, Walter. Ahead, Paul, Walter. right, Walter. Well, no, oh. I hear you, Paul. <laughs> Paul, Walter. <laughs> but no, I was just amazed by how, how that snowballed. There were rumors sometimes tend to snowball. Yeah, yeah. Um, they just kept more, they, more he kept it fans. going without no facts. That's so why I, he got him fired. You know. Go ahead. Buddy. I met uh, I met Ringo Starr once, and uh, I just have to say he was alive and well. Oh, you can testify to that that he is alive yeah, and I well. I shook his hand. Are you kidding? Yeah. I had a talk. I had a conversation with him. My kids loved it. They were little, and they just loved meeting Ringo Starr. Was by, the, by the way, Bernie, I can also confirm Paul is alive and well. He he is still touring, and and Des Moines was one of his stops. So he I just can put confirm, out an album. Yeah, I can confirm. I too think that that's he's the. Alive. 
I think that's the imposter, Paul. That's yeah. Okay. But you remember yeah, that was the year, that was the decade of conspiracies. Remember all the ones about Kennedy time. and all that um, after of the course. yeah that that was just a decade of that. And we have it one was, more hand raised. Really, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Bernie. It was really cool to meet Ringo, though, and I, I should have asked him that question at the time because I had a plenty of time to talk to him. I just didn't. They had, so what are you doing now? The Paul's dead, yeah. uh, but I didn't uh-huh. do that. Well, um, yeah. area code five five nine. Uh, yep, uh, go ahead, me. please. Go ahead. Hi, it's Dave. It's Dave and Vizella. How are you doing? Just, hey, the we haven't talked to you in a we haven't talked to you in a long time. Go ahead. No, Dave. it's been a while. Anyway, no, I I remember the whole thing, but uh, but I think you know when it talks to when they, when John says I bury Paul, I think he's talking musically, not not. Uh, and I always thought that was it. He's, he's talking about you know his 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 instrumentation being over. Well, that's what I thought that meant. Well, I don't know yeah, about yeah. that, but but I do know that in in, in the Beatles album uh, after I'm so tired, it does uh, there is a thing and you can hear it. It says Paul's a dead man. Miss him, miss him, miss him. But again, no, it, 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 we could talk about this. For, we could talk about this for the next two twenty years, and okay, we'll, ne- <laughs> we'll never really so know. Anyway, then Paul but Jeff, but, that's right. It's okay, all well, Paul's gonna, dead. It's uh, all talk yeah. all the time, Jeff. That's him, won't you? Well, you go, uh, Jack, uh, Dave. Give yeah. us, give our best to Pam, won't you? Well, I mean, oh, I just, I just popped in. Uh, that next weekend, even uh, Radio Havana was getting in on the whole act. They were talking about Paul. By then, by that next weekend, I forget the the date, but like everybody was talking about it. I was home for the weekend, and I couldn't. I was home from college, and I couldn't believe I was in Miami, listening to all this stuff coming over Havana, which you could get very clearly. And were you listen? So were you, were you listening to WQAM at that time? And were they talking about it as well? Uh, no. As a matter of fact, I I was not. In fact, I was never the world's greatest rocker, and by I had gone back to uh, listening to my standards and big band. Ow. Oh, Pam, but that's uh, that's okay. You have memories that I'll never have. So, but but thank you very much. <laughs> I you. have a memory about Jeff that I will not share on this. That's okay, I, yeah, please, yeah, please a, don't. Yeah, it was on the merry-go-round at Lavelle School, and I'll go no farther. All right, goodbye, guys. Take care, guys. Thank you, Uh-oh. Dave. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Pam. <laughs> I think I think we want to know Jeff story. We want to know about Jeff and Dave on the merry-go-round. Yeah. Are we allowed? to tell that on the air. No, let's not. I don't even know. We got, we got a, yeah. All I can say is I think we've had, this has been really one of the greatest uh, experiences tonight. I, got. I guess oh, Jeff yeah. really oh, wants yeah. to wrap this thing up. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> we can't. Right, we can't until. But our no. investigators will be on the story about Dave and Jeff on the merry-go-round. Yeah, something like that. And yeah, by the oh, way, yeah. I am sure, Bill, that there may be some voicemails in the voicemail box uh, that we'll be looking at to, after this. All about the merry-go-round? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. Uh, you two will take that one on with you. No, uh, I'm not going to go there. By the way, you guys, uh, right. Ono still alive. Yes, she is. 80, what, 7 years old? Something like that. And she still can't sing. She still can't sing. No, but she never could. No. Oh, my. Yeah. 
How well do you remember that? How old were you, Bernie, when you, when was this you met Ringo? Was that on Los Angeles, or where did you? I was, this is a crazy story. I was, I was working at WNS at the time, and uh, went out to Los Angeles, and actually went out there with the specific intent of, of visiting a lot of record people that I talked to every week, because I was a music director, and they'd all call, and so... I thought, you know, this might be fun just to see some of these people and talk to them in person. And Ringo actually had signed a contract with a company called Private Music. And I went to visit uh, the girl who worked her name was, I don't know, uh, Linda McCartney, I think. But um, anyway, she, uh, she walked us around the place and all of a sudden uh, the front door opened and somebody walked in and said... Hello, office. And it was Ringo. And Ringo <clears throat> did not have an entourage with him. <laughs> he didn't have anybody with him. He was by himself. Wow. And my kids were yeah. with me, and we were, you know, out there in uh, in L.A. I think this might have been the very early nineties. Now that I think back on it, but it was it was just so great to meet him. It was like, wow, this is crazy. That was kind of cool. It's like the time I met President Nixon. I remember back in 1971, and I had my radio in my hand. It was a portable radio. It was a short wave, too. And he um, he shook my hand. And he goes, "Is that your tape recorder?" <laughs> I should have. I should have known. <laughs> well, no, 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 Bill. He would know about tape recorders, right? Yeah. Yes, he would. <laughs> I said, "There's oh. a guy." Yeah, I should have known then, right? I should have known then. Well, I guess we'll put a wrap on this before Jeff gets under the bus or something happens to Jeff here. Oh, no, I'm fine. Yeah. (laughs) Merry-go-round has never been the same. So, anyway, uh, Jeff, what do you got coming up for us to take us out of here? Okay, it's KD, I forgot to call it, KDLY in uh, Wyoming, and it's just a country station i'm trying to figure out things different types of things for the featured station well jeff and you know what if they really want to hear all this again they can go to the website and download the podcast at legendoldies.com or they can go to the and type in on their phone what is it all things radio yeah all Uh, things radio and they can download it that way and listen or subscribe to the podcast or they can even do it on their devices say play all things radio so there's many ways you can listen to it you can hear jeff will jeff tell us about the merry-go-round stay tuned for next week but first we got to listen to this stuff so have a good week everyone enjoy yourself guys bye-bye this week in my featured station segment, we're traveling to Lander, Wyoming, and we're going to listen to radio station KDLY-FM. The station transmits on a frequency of 97.5, and they've dropped classic hits for country. So without further ado, why don't sit back and enjoy 97.5 The Brand, KDLY-FM, from Lander, Wyoming, on this week's edition of All Things Radio Live. Turn it on. Where'd you find this? Playing all your favorite catches. 97.5 The Brand.
Ken's Real Country. I just like the music. From the heart of Nashville, straight to your radio. KDLY, the brand. It uh, uplifts me. That's what it does. The brand. Yellowstone and having a cold. Mary. County Tens Real Country. 97.5. KDLY, the brand. County Tens Real Country. 97.5. KDLY, the brand. Turn it up. County 10's Real Country. The brand. forecast. It'll be mostly sunny, cold, and crisp today. High in the upper 30s. Tonight will be clear and cold, but not as cold as last night. Lows 15 to 20 degrees. And for tomorrow, Saturday, it'll be partly to mostly sunny. High in the middle 40s. A little milder tomorrow. Now, if you're heading up the Togety Pass tomorrow afternoon, you may experience some snowfall as a strong fetch of Pacific moisture affects that area. So have a good weekend. I'm meteorologist Dave Lipson. Whether we're face-to-face or learning virtually, we all need to set a good example by treating everyone with respect. Nobody should be mean to others, so stop and think before you say or do something that could hurt someone. If you feel like being mean, find something else to do. If you've bullied someone in the past, apologize. Let's make Wyoming Indian School District 14 the friendliest ever. Wyoming Indian High School, Wyoming Indian Middle School, and Wyoming Indian Elementary. Fremont County School District 14. Good music and also like funny hosts. 97.5, the brand. If I die young, bury me inside.
97.5. KDLY, the brand. It's been one of those days. As real as the dirt on a cowboy's butt. It's so cute. (laughs) 97.5, the brand. There's a story that my daddy tells religiously. All the best country, all on one station. 97.5, the brand. Jared and Shireen on 97.5, The Brand. Yummy, yummy. You're better together than you are apart. Saddle up, cowboys and cowgirls. It's Jared and Shireen. Good morning, Fremont County. It's Jared and Shireen. Glad to be back. A beautiful fall day on tap. We will reach 50 degrees and some sunshine today, but uh, definitely a chilly start, and it'll be chilly again this evening. Well, something Jared and I are not always uh, uh, hip to the note on is the short text abbreviations. I, like, talk to people 10 years older than me, and they're doing these short texts, and I don't even know what they mean, and I'm always wrong, and I'm always having to look them up, and I look like this dork, and so... Yeah, I kind of hate these, too. Like, I feel good about some of the very simple ones, the ones that have been around for a long time, but I will get a message from somebody much younger than me, like Wyatt, or uh, even somebody who's considerably older than me every once in a while that will send these crazy acronym abbreviations, and then I go, I don't know what all of this means. And by the way, some of them are ambiguous, right? Which means they could mean multiple things. So I'm always off the hook. So uh, you guys are going to put me to the test? Yes. See how I do? Yes. All right. Why? How old are you again? 20. All right. This is perfect. You should know some good ones then. All right. All right, guys. Who's going first? Well, let's start with let's start with a couple really easy ones just to gauge where you're at, Shireen. How about, uh, how about JW? JW. JW. Just walking. Just wondering. Just wondering. Just wondering. Just, wondering. just walking. Just walking. You think, <laughs> just that, wondering? You think just, just walking, walking is more, more common than just, just wondering? Yeah, people walk okay. every day. How about TBH? It's not to be determined. To be happy. Thank. <laughs> I don't know. What is it? Wait. TBH. Hold on. Hold on. Well, TBD is to be determined. Correct. To be happy. To be home. You're on the right track. I am. You just got to figure out that H. What else would it be to be... To be home, to be happy, to be what? I don't know. Why? To be honest. Oh, dang it. <laughs> See, I told you. It could be to be happy. Yeah. All right. Why, <laughs> it could be to be home. Wyatt, you're, you'd see what we're dealing with here. What do you get? Okay, I got AFK. AFK. <laughs> I'm not looking no, at this one. I don't, I don't even know. AFK, what does AFK. it mean? AFK. So this was more when COVID happened and everybody was working online, but it's away from keyboard. All right, see, this is what I'm talking about. <laughs> All right, give me, give me an easier one, Give me Wyatt. an easier one? All right. Um, Why would you just say keyboard? Why wouldn't you say AFC away from computer? H-M-U. I know that one. H-M-U. How about you? No, H-M-U. How? Hmm. Who? No, it's a W. <laughs> All right. H-M-U. H-M-U. How many ups? <laughs> yeah, the last word, That's, right? It's ups? The last word is up, yes. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. High five. 
my up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. See? It's, a, it's hit me up. Oh, okay. I like <laughs> I'm the oldest 34-year-old anybody knows. <laughs> I'll high-five your up. <laughs> well, there you go. Country music is heard on KDLY-FM from Lander, Wyoming. Now, if you have any comments concerning this part of the program, there are many ways to get in touch with us. First of all, you can send me an email. That email address is Jeff. That's J-E-F-F Jeff at allthingsradio.net. Or you can call that feedback line at 800-693-0595. That's 800-693-0595. Hitting option two for the podcast team. For All Things Radio Live, I'm Jeff Bennett. This concludes another All Things Radio Live. Join us every Thursday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern for the latest radio news, interviews, caller questions and comments, station scopes, and more. Visit the show's official website at www.allthingsradio.net and visit the Legend website at legendoldies.com. Join us again next week for another All Things Radio Live on the Worldwide Legend.